Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Amen. We're continuing from where we stopped last Sunday. By the grace of God. Only that where we read Mark 4, we read another uh, scripture in the epistles to buttress what the Spirit is saying this morning. Thank you, Jesus. So let's start from Mark 4. Just a quick recap, and then we'll get into it. Father, we give you praise. In Jesus' name. Yes, in my mouth there's authority of your word. And that's why things we change today in the life of many in the name of Jesus. Amen. And all the glory will be given to you and you alone. Father, we worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Mark chapter 4. Just to quickly remind you, remember we read from our opening scripture there. It was from verse 35 on the same day. Uh, when evening had come, Jesus said to them, let us cross over to the other side. And no sooner than they set sailing, there was a storm. In fact, the Bible says it this way, that um, um, a great windstorm. A great windstorm came, and it came not to play. He came to steal, to kill, to destroy. And he was about his business. Full force. So much so that the apostles got scared. And so they ran to wake him up where he was beautifully sleeping in the storm. And I want to say to somebody today in the name of Jesus, you see, as fierce as the storm has been, you will sleep. In the name of Jesus, you will sleep. You will wake up unto victory. In the name of Jesus, your email is too weak for me. Yeah. I say your email is not sounding like I want it to sound. Yeah. Glory be to God in the highest. So they woke Jesus up, remember the story? And Jesus got up and immediately, what did he do? Come on, he rebuked the wind. And then he spoke to the sea. Hallelujah. He rebuked the wind and spoke to the sea. He rebuked the wind and spoke to the sea. Hallelujah. He rebuked the wind and spoke to the sea. He rebuked the wind and spoke to the sea. He rebuked the wind and spoke to the sea. He rebuked the wind and spoke to the sea. There will be some rebuking here today. In the name of Jesus. And there will be some speaking here today. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. Oh, glory, glory, glory. I give God the glory for what is happening. And then immediately, they said, there was what? A great calm. The way they come is the way they were going to fall. Yeah. The harder they come, the harder they fall. In the name of Jesus. See, you are a dangerous species in the hand of God. You see, by virtue of the one you carry, anyone you jam is in trouble. Anyone that jams you is in trouble. Glory be to God in the highest. And that's why we don't, we don't cease telling people that, hey, for your shame. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. And instead of confusion, rejoicing in your land, in your portion, in your camp, in Jesus' name. And so in your portion, you possess what? Double. I speak double over somebody's life. In the name of Jesus. And everlasting joy will be your portion in Jesus' name. Then he indicted them. Why are you so fearful? 
How is it that you have no faith? Sometimes you say, how, how is it that you have such a small faith or such little faith? But this time I said, how is it that you have no faith? Where there is zero faith, there is maximum fear. If you see fear working in your system, faith is out of the window. When faith comes in, fear vanishes. And by the time you are on the other side, you are looking back, you're wondering, how did I go through? Because faith took over. Because you yourself would know that the natural couldn't have overcome. That's why no matter how great the storm, there's coming a great calm in the name of Jesus. We now began to zero in on the same day because we said that's where the, you know, the whole teaching will come from. And we looked at it. Why on the same day when evening had come? Because we now realize that that same day he had taught them so much. I mean so much. Glory be to God in the highest. And the Bible said I taught them many things by parable. And there was nothing that he taught them that he did not teach them by parable. It was after this now said, hey, come, let's cross over. Because it was evening, he had taught the whole day. And so we backed up again now to verse 1. And we saw the first parable of the sower that scattered seeds that fell on different kinds of soil. But the amazing thing is that it was one sower and the same seeds. One sower, not different sowers. One sower, same kinds of seeds. But different soils. Hello? And depending on the soil where they fell, some had no yield at all. And even the ones that had yields, they were at varying percentages 30 fold, 60 fold, 100 fold. Glory be. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I just said to my spirit, man, you will always be rightly positioned. You always have advantageous position. Because your activities will always be a goal. I mean, as God has ordained it to be, you will score well. It says to tell you that he's saying to you that henceforth, your life will spell exploits. In the name of Jesus. The things that you have done several times before and you thought, look, this is a boring thing. Oh my goodness. Excitement will come. To want to do more and more and more in the name of Jesus. The things that have stopped you all your life today becomes you are your slave in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. And so he talked about seeds as it were and scattered and different, hallelujah, and we have different yields, we have 30, 60, and 100, hallelujah. And of course, after he had finished, disciples went to him and he explained to them, remember the story. And the Bible tells us that the first thing he said to them when they came to say, please explain, he said, ah, you mean you don't understand this? And he said to them, if you don't understand this, how can you now understand all the other parables? So you know, if you don't understand this, how do you want to excel in life? How do you want to live a victorious Christian life if you don't understand this? Please let me quickly say this. God has given us the gifts of men, ministry gifts. We have apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, and pastors, you know, five of them, five-fold ministries. And why? 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 For the equipment of the saints? Yeah? For edification of the body? Come on, come on. And for the work of the ministry? So why did he raise your pastor? 
Why did he raise that great evangelist, that great apostle, that great prophet? For your equipping, for your edification, your building up, for your own ministry. I say ministry. You are the one to do the works. You are the one that will get into the marketplace. You are the one that lives in communities. You are the light that they will see in your community. You are the light they will see in the market, open market where you work. There is a misconception. If we don't get to the great apostle, we don't get healed. When you go there, yes, they will lay hands. Come on. The book of James makes it clear. Say, if you are sick, pray. Come on. Somebody, are you hearing me? Or you can agree. But if it's too much for them, call on the elders, let them pray for you. He, just, he didn't say that, no, 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 you should be, you should just, you just put your hand in. Never grow. So everything just, just, no! If you don't grow, I'm a failure. It's not that let the Holy Ghost be looking for only me. No. If you don't grow and they're looking for only me, you're making a mistake. Jesus didn't do it that way. He gave gifts to men. He developed people. The Christianity of today, they don't develop, we don't develop anyone. No discipleship. All we want is anointing. We don't do anything anymore. We have great men of God. I hear you. No wonder there's so much weakness in the church. Follow me closely. Jesus now taught them. He said, you must understand for yourself. He taught them and he delegated to them. Is somebody hearing me? Glory be to God. I can lay hands. We get results. Ask, come on, ask people apart from what you see in church. Is it because we say line up every Sunday to come and give testimonies? How much time do you have? Well, you line up, I will do for one hour to do that. If that's what we do every Sunday, we are wasting our time. The day you get to where the word is preached, you will sit down. Where the word is taught, you will sit down. We all enjoy these great ministries of healings, yes, of miracles, of deliverances, yes. But there is nothing like the teaching where you can do it yourself. Will you carry your mom to your, mari- to your marital home to come and be cooking your food for you? If you didn't learn all the while you are there, you are in trouble. Even as parents, will you, will you follow your, your, your son to go making decision for him in his home? Will you follow your daughter and be making decision for her in her home? If you have not taught her enough people to take decisions for herself, you are failed, sir. You are failed, ma. Don't tie them to your bedroom, even when they are dirty. No wonder many marriages are suffering because mommy won't let the man be a man. And daddy, you keep on saying, It's my gay, it's my gay. He's your gay, but he's somebody's wife. Jesus wants you to become like him. He came to save the world and to raise souls to make many like him. Come on. Let's get ministry right. And that was what Jesus was doing here. He now said to them, say, hey, 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 to you it has been given to know the mystery of the kingdom, but to them. So he began to reveal the mystery of the kingdom to them. Why? Because he would send them out. He would delegate power to them and tell them, you go. They will go do exactly what they have been seeing him doing. Come on. <laughs> glory be to God in the highest. Oh, glory be to God. Pastor, that was a great man of God. It's because he has a great God. 
if you have great God, there's no great man. I hope you understand that. We respect men. We respect women. We respect the gifts of God. Believe in me, I do. Age doesn't disturb me. If I see God on you, I respect that God so much. I respect the ministry he's given to you. But I will not worship you. I will honor you. He said, why? Because in honoring you, God will honor me. He says, I should honor these men and women. I will honor them. <laughs> but I will never replace them with God. Somebody shout hallelujah. You see this honor thing? See, there's an honor we give to our children. Don't dishonor your children. Otherwise, you will receive the seed of dishonor. Or the harvest of dishonor, God forbid. In fact, the Bible says we should honor every man. Is somebody hearing me? So he taught them. So he began to reveal the secret of the kingdom to them. The secret of the kingdom. Glory be to God in the highest. And we concluded last week by saying that. What's the secret? The word. Because how did this come to see? He spoke. Hello. He said the word is what? The seed is what? Word. The seed is the word. The seed is the word. The seed is the word. So what was he telling them? You could have spoken the word in the storm and come this situation. Yeah. So when he woke up, he rebuked. How do you rebuke? How dare you? I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. So will you, will you get out of here in Jesus' name? He says, is that prayer? Yes, prayer. But you are not praying to the devil. We are commanding him. There are prayers of command. When you deal with the devil, you, come, you put him where he belongs. When you turn to God, you bow in adoration. Some don't even know the difference. The devil is not your equal. You are far superior. The biggest of them is under your feet. In the name of Jesus. But you got to know. You'll be waiting for your pastor to come to your bedroom to come and cast out them. How many bedrooms will you enter? Open your ears and hear me today. In the name of Jesus. What I'm saying is that it's time to take authority over your domain. Whatever you permit in your home is your fault. Whatever you permit in your marriage is your fault. I'm not just talking to men, I'm talking to women too. Well, somebody, it was my mother that was preaching. She said, the woman said, ah, my husband is very violent. Very abusive. How? She said, physically. Really? Wow. When did it start? Said, Ever since we got married. Really? How long have you married? For 20 years. She said, then we can't do nothing about it anymore. Ah, you are enjoying it now. For 20 years you've been enjoying it. So why are you complaining? I'm not saying that you should slap him back. But there are certain things that say, no. This is a no-go area. In the name of Jesus, the Bible makes it clear. No wife is a slave. No husband is taken to bondage because he marries a woman that is strong. Mutual respect. Honor one another. Honor each other. Respect her for who she is. Respect him for who she is. What is the beauty of God in the life of that woman? Honor her. So he spoke. And thereafter, everything he did, they landed at the other side of 
of the lake, of the sea. Then Gadara, the demoniac of Gadara, please hear me well, which no man has ever been able to tame. No man could handle him. And many men ran when they saw him. They fled. The moment they landed, he came from the tombs where he'd been cutting himself with irons and with stones. They said, no matter how the king used to bind this man, the demons in him were so strong that he would tear it apart when no man could hold him. He came, he saw Jesus, he came charging. And I just think, at that time, all the apostles were going to be behind him. No man, the Bible says, no man. When he got to Jesus, he bowed. And Jesus spoke. What had never happened before in life happened. I'm here to tell somebody that what has ever happened in your life is about to happen. In the name of Jesus, it's about to happen. How did he do? He spoke. He spoke. Something is about to change forever. In the name of Jesus. Thereafter, you know, you know, he did so many things. Perhaps many sick were brought and many were come, came with demon possession. He used by his word. He prayed for them. He spoke to them and they were all delivered. Thereafter, he sent them out. Everything he did by words. See, the truth is this. What I'm saying is this. It's your mouth that is your truth. I'm not joking. <laughs> it's your mouth. It's your mouth. Somebody will pray for a sharp mouth before he lives here today. They say, sharp, no, but I don't want sharp mouth. No, no, no. When it comes to demonic activities, your mouth has to be sharp. I'm telling you. I'm a reserved person. Let's break that. We're going to break that crust today. Because you are going to speak. In the name of Jesus. You're going to speak. Huh? Glory be to God in the highest. After all, it's by speaking. And thereafter, everything he did. I remember I told you, I said, so if you observe the life of Jesus, there was nothing that happened to him on earth that he didn't speak about before they happened. That's not said. He didn't know they would happen. No, no, he knew they would happen. As a matter of fact, they had happened because even his death and resurrection, he said he was slain before the foundations of the world. So he knew why he was here. But why is here? He spoke about it before he materialized. Because shortly after this event, he said, who do men say I am? And by the time they kept talking, he said, who do you say I am? Let me hear your own heart. Let me hear your mouth connect. Because it's who I am to you that I will be to you. It's not what I am to other people. A thousand people may have a thousand opinions of me. That's all right. What's your opinion? Because it's who I am to you that I will be to you. And Peter opened his mouth and said, hey, this is revelation. And let me tell you this, it's on revelation that I will build my church. It's not on how best you can dance. It's based on revelation. It's not because I know the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. No, 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 no. If you know it, if you don't have revelation in it, it doesn't work for you. You're an academician. 
You can get degrees in it. But when it's a revelation to you, you will move things. Is somebody here with me? When we talk maturity, maturity is is the word that matures us. What's your staying power as a Christian? Your maturity. And what's maturity? In the word. Or where's the maturity? It's in the word. Anyway, they immediately after that, what did he do? He now began to talk to them about his suffering that he will suffer and his death and his resurrection. He spoke about it. And that was when Peter said, no! He said, Peter, why are you exposing your ignorance? I'm not just speaking, you think I'm impressing you? I'm speaking out what will be. Oh, 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 do you want to talk of his ministry? Before he started, he verbalized it. He spoke out. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. Did he have to do that? If he didn't do that, wouldn't he be anointed? Was he already anointed? But he was about to move. He said, the spirit of God is upon me. He spoke out. Can't you see how he's done? I'm a Christian. A Christian that never speaks the word in 30 years. He's a defeated Christian. Is somebody here with me? So there, in Mark 4, he says, I'm revealing the mysteries of the kingdom to you. And that's what I've been talking about. Jesus took time to reveal the mystery. He taught them. You are equipped. You have what it takes. Listen. Jesus taught them. He got to a stage. You know what he did? And that's in Mark. Hallelujah. 14. Mark 14, 33 to 36. Yeah. He took Peter, James, and John with him, and he began to be troubled deeply. Come on. Somebody here with me? Jesus began to be what? Troubled. I don't know what is troubling your mind. Jesus was troubled deeply. And deeply distressed. Then he said to them, My soul exceedingly so- is exceedingly sorrowful. Uh, even to death. He was, he was saying the truth. Stay here and watch. He went a little further and fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, what did he pray? If it were possible, the hour might pass from him. That, see, now we've been told what he prayed. Somebody is narrating what he prayed. All right? And he said, now they're going to quote him. And what did he say? Abba Father, all things are possible for you. You know I know. What did he say? Take this cup away from me. That's a clear categorical statement. Take this cup away from me. In prayer, he spoke. But he didn't stop there. Nevertheless, not my will, but what you will. If he didn't put nevertheless, not my will, but what you will, Jesus will never have died. Though that was why he came, he would never have died. He spoke everything he did. At this point, he said, take the cup away. But he didn't stop. He said, nevertheless, do your will. So he did his will. I brought that one to say that what you say is very important. 
Then the last scripture there, last Sunday before I jump from there, is quickly John chapter 14, verse 10. He showed them the inner working of this thing, these principles. Jesus said a lot about tongue, you know. But hear this. John 14, verse 10. Jesus was speaking here. Do you not believe that I am in the Father? And the Father in me? You have a problem with that? Because that's what it is. Okay. Okay. The words that I speak to you, the words, the words, the words, the words, you know, the seed is words, the words that I speak to you. Watch it. I do not speak on my own authority. Ah. So I don't just speak. When I'm speaking, I am speaking by the authority of the Father. I don't speak by my own authority. But the Father would rest in me. Do what? Come help me. Help me. So for every word I speak, there are works. Depending on whose words I'm speaking. If I speak God's words, he does the works. That's why there will be works in your life today. In the name of Jesus, I know what I'm talking about. Hear me. You will not die. In the name of Jesus, you will not die. You will live. And show for the glory of God in the name of Jesus. That's the word of God. Because I speak. I'm speaking his word. He will do it. What if it wasn't? No, 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 no. You still have your will. You may distract yourself from what I'm saying. You will honor your word. Like Jesus was speaking there. You see how it works? So, every word he spoke, he was by the authority of the Father. So, in other words, Jesus didn't come to life or to earth to wield his own authority. He was wielding the delegated authority of the Father. So, when I speak, it's my Father speaking. So, when I speak, it's what? What if I'm not speaking his word? Then I'm speaking somebody else's word. The God of this world. In Luke chapter 10, verse 19, he had called them together. What did he say to them? He said, Behold, I give you what? He said, I give you what? I give you. Yeah. Behold, I give you the authority. To what? Trample on what? Serpents. Come on. And, and every power. Some power. I said, this is some powers. You know, there's some witches that when they come to your way, your way, you cannot come. At every power. I give you what? Authority. To turn upon serpents and scorpions and every power of the enemy. And no, uh, uh, nothing, nothing shall by any means touch you. Nothing. Now, whose authority is that? Talk to me. Whose authority is that here? Jesus' authority. Who is he giving it to? The disciples. What did they do? Did they go? Talk to me. Did they go? Were demons subject to them? Did they trample on serpents? On scorpions? On every part of the devil? Did they win? Why? Because they went in the authority of Jesus. They spoke his word. And that was addressed to us. What he has done, 
He's replicating in you. He's bringing songs to glory. The secret of the kingdom is the words you speak. You can cry from today till tomorrow. Where the word is established, nothing can overturn it. Oh, I feel the fire. Matthew 28, 18. Remember, the centurion, please let him come. See, my servant is dying. Please help me, help me appeal to him. No, you are the covenant people. We are Gentiles. He just said, I'm coming. He came and said, Sir, I'm not worried to have you under my roof. No, sir. Eh, me? No. Just what? Speak the word only. Jesus said, Whoa. What I'm trying to teach them, see Gentile. See Gentile. See this kind of faith among the Gentiles. And I'll be teaching my people. Matthew 28, 18. And Jesus came and what? Spoke. Come on. He came and what? I can hear you. He came and what? Ma, ma, ma. He came and spoke to them saying, Oh! Some authority. Some authority. I don't care the death the devil has sent to you has captured you to your throat. I command in the name I say, give way in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Back to send in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Now. Yeah. You say, why is that? I'm speaking words. I have authority. <laughs> All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, all authority is mine. And I'm asking you now to go in this authority. What if I go and I go with the mind? The word I speak is not of my authority. But he, he will do the works. What am I saying? It's time to take charge of your domain. Take charge of your life. Who are you waiting for? Take charge of your marriage. Take charge of your children. Don't leave them to devils. Take charge of your business. Take charge of your finances. Take charge of your health. You see, if you are not speaking to your health, you will allow the witches to speak to it. Because there's no vacuum in nature. If you are not speaking to your marriage, you allow the devil to speak to it. If you are not speaking to your children, you allow the devil to speak to them. And when the devil speaks, he's stealing, killing, and destroying. He doesn't know how to do anything better. But when you speak, it is life. I see life in your situations. In the name of Jesus. I say, I see life in your situations. I don't know who I'm talking to. From today, your fear will paralyze every agent of the devil. In the name of Jesus. Written a book by Ken Hagen. And he gave some details of how he began to get into the world. Now, you see, Jesus was revealing secrets. And Paul would say to every church, say, I'm praying that God will grant you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So they can grab the secret. That the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened that you may know. The eyes of your understanding. Jesus says that, hey, 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 it's for you, it's given to, to understand, not to them. So that seeing they will see, they will not perceive. Hearing they will hear, they will not understand. But you, you will know. Amen. And he prayed for every church. Know what? The purpose of his calling? Know what? 
uh, riches of his glory. What is it? That is you as an inheritance to know your worth in him and the exceeding greatness of his power towards you who believe. You've got to know it. You've got to know it. Who's kind of power? The same power he demonstrated when he raised the dead body of Jesus Christ from the dead. And he lifted him up and sat him at his right hand. Above all principalities and powers. He said, I want you to know that you have that power in you. The same thing. Let the mystery be unveiled to you. You are not just somebody that wakes up, goes to church, and goes back and knows. No difference between you and the unbeliever and the witches and the wizards. But the wizards are even so boasting of their powers. So I read this thing. He said, one time Jesus appeared to him, he appeared to him about eight times. I have, I have a goal. I still have a bishop for my life. As far as the kingdom of God is concerned. And God is helping me. He said, one day, Jesus was talking to him. Listen to me. And then, while he was talking, and was telling him about ministry, explaining things in the Bible to him, all of a sudden, the demon came in between him and Jesus. And Jesus continued to talk. But he was not hearing well because the demon was saying, He was making noise to disturb him from hearing. And he released like a small screen to block him from seeing Jesus. But Jesus didn't stop. He just continued to talk. Jesus wasn't disturbed. He was the one that was disturbed. Hear me well. All this religion and religious spirit. He said, he saw that oh, this beautiful thing was going ah, he said, ah. then he got angry in the spirit he said I rebuke the name of Jesus then the thing went boom fell to the ground See, I said get out Jesus he ran in terror so then he looked at Jesus Jesus continued to see what happened he said sir didn't you see he said, I saw why did you do something he said I couldn't uh, sir you mean you wouldn't I said, no, 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 I couldn't. Said, you don't mean you couldn't. Said, that chapter is closed. I've finished the work. The authority is with you. What do you say in Jesus? If you didn't stop him, he will continue to keep you cheated. Not me. I've delegated you with the authority. If you allow the devil in your corner, he will destroy. I pray God opens your eyes to see. Like Paul prayed. He said, I couldn't. He said, show me the Bible. Where I said, pray to me to bind the devil. Show me the epistles. Where I says, pray to me to deal with the devil. No, I said, you deal with it. You have authority. All authority is given to me and I have sent you in my power in my name. No wonder the whole book of Acts they say, In whose authority, in whose name are you doing this? Say the name of Jesus, the one whom you crucified, the same Jesus. The church has not changed from the book of Acts. How come it's only crusades you go to? We don't see any power in your life. Then what's your church doing? What's your local assembly? What are they teaching you there? Unfortunately, that's the generality of the church. Just excitement. 
there is a place for proper discipleship. I'm going to ask you to open your mouth. You know what is most paining, what is most hurting. You know where life is almost get living in your system. Open your mouth and reverse it now in the name of Jesus. I say open your mouth. Open your mouth in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Take it back in the name of Jesus. You've sat back watching things going. Refuse it now in Jesus' name. Reject it in the name of Jesus. The Bible says you are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We get to declare, I receive all the blessings that is mine in the name of Jesus. By such I am healed. I receive my healing in the name of Jesus. Come on. In Jesus' name we pray. The Bible says life and death are in the power of the tongue. Don't say because there is pressure, you now begin to say rubbish. Speak the word. There is pressure everywhere. Just say, God, help me keep my tongue. Book of James says, if you see a man that can control his tongue, he can rule his life. I see you victorious. I stand as an oracle of God right now. I stand in the office he has put me. I prophesy to this house in the name of Jesus. I prophesy in the name of Jesus. Life! Hear me. No devil should supersede what I'm saying. That's why he made me the pastor of this church. Whatever word they have sent into your life, sent into this assembly, whatever word of killing, destruction, and, 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 and stealing, I reverse them in the name of Jesus. I prophesy joy in the name of Jesus. I prophesy the peace of God in the name of Jesus. I prophesy prosperity and progress in Jesus' name. I say you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Your fear will paralyze every enemy of God in Jesus' name. I say you are born, there will be peace, there will be joy, there will be life. On your part, there no death in the name of Jesus. Whatever sickness you are fighting, because by stripes you are healed, I decree, be healed in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of oppression, depression, fear, I say, I rebuke you now in the name of Jesus. I say, pack your go in the name of Jesus. I release the life of God. Hear me, church, you are blessed. With every spiritual blessing in every place, you are blessed. Your marriage is blessed. Your health is blessed. Your children are blessed. Grandchildren are blessed. Days of your life blessed. Ministry, you are blessed. You are blessed. 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 In the name of Jesus. There is a secret in the kingdom. Hear me. No man will do it for you. Like you would do it for yourself. I hope you know that. And nobody has monopoly of the word. Don't tell me some situation is so bad, it's been life forever. Will you open your mouth and change it now? And after you have changed it, don't you ever go back. God, he said, let's cross over. They said they wanted to die. <laughs> Who's talking death? You are crossing over. Yeah. Steadily and uh, surely. Goodness and mercy follows us all the days of our lives in the name of Jesus. Hear me? A crown of 
honor is on your life. In the name of Jesus. Honor. Hallelujah. There's nothing the devil can do about it. that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. PO Box 698 Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org Thank you and God bless you.